Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. SA Betfair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner. Lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good morning to the SA Betfair Edge. Don't let the bookies make the rules. You can back all those same game multis only at Betfair. And make sure you, as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you on a Saturday morning with a jam-packed show for the SA Betfair Edge as I'm joined by the superstar of Racing SA, yeah, the superstar at the Holdfast Bay Council down there uh, by the beach. She goes for long walks down there in the mornings and sticks her toe into the sand and says, geez, I'm glad I'm not riding anymore. Her name is Claire Lindop. How are you, Claire, man? Good morning, Miles. Nice to see you here. Uh Never know what you're going to say for the intro. That was great. Neither do I. Yeah. I, I never know either. You've been uh, you've been on fire with the tipping. Last week was excellent for us as a show. I'll claim you and uh, you were lucky as well. But um, uh, also over in Ascot, Artorius ran a beautiful third, and you were all over him. How good was days. that? Yeah. It was a nice nice price for that. Nate just strip we got, and but Rory Flanagan on that Sunday show, he over the whole carnival. And even when it, it shifted, he, he kept flicking out winners. He was super. If you're not Rory. listening to the Betfair Ed shows, you need to start downloading them and listen yeah. to when you walks along the beach. That's <laughs> and it walks along the beach with a toe in the sand, just picking up uh, clamshells and making seashell necklaces down there in her retirement. Uh, just to hang next to the Derby trophies and whatnot that you've got there. What else you got? John Letts medals <laughs> hanging up. What, what else you got up there, Claire? Oh, the... Three premierships. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what a few saddle cloths uh, just hanging exalted the exalted colours in there somewhere hanging up in the in the uh, in the trophy room. It'd be a big trophy room, Claire. Oh, stop it! You've been there. It'd be oh, look, you're going a bit a bit early in the morning to go red. Big trophy room down at the Lindop household. Don't worry about that. Hey, um, let's get down to business. Yeah, let's get let's get down to business. Let's do it. Don't play it, Sam. Don't. <laughs> right, we go to well, race number one. I want to go straight to a replay here. Uh, best of the day. And Murray Bridge last week. Murray Bridge. Here it goes. Calypso Rain now gets pushed three deep as they approach the bend 500 metres out. Honey Go Lightly last of all three from the speed as they turn for home and sprint up where Ali Boom now pours the pressure into Omaru Ow and Ali Boom is a half to Omaru Ow. Calypso Rain and Star Hills three out, four out they're winding up together. Calypso Rain and Star Hills now get to Ali Boom. Star Hills in for the fight with Calypso Rain. Calypso Rain, Star Hills. Calypso Rain, Star Hills. Maybe Calypso Rain a whisker to Star Hills, but a good fight to the wire by both. No maybes about it, Brett. Good ride from Sophie. Um, yeah, she only gets limited opportunity, but obviously David Jolly, um, fantastic trainer, and well done to Sophie Logan. Uh, go to the, ne- the next. In, I wanted to lay test the law and thought that the two Melbourne ones, so you were all over this. I was more joyrider above Zoo Sensation. You were Zoo Sensation, and well, I've got the chocolates here for Bart End. Leon, Leon and Troy Corsons uh, ended up with a double. They're, they know it's a had a win races and they bring them over. And obviously this is Beren's um, first of a treble. So he's on fire and looks like he's in front of the premiership and touch wood. He'd, he'd probably very stiff to get beat from here. Uh, race number three, uh, I said the three horse race. I was seven, five and one. And well, Cy got it done. Peter uh, Moody. Like, I always yeah. keep reading. I think it's a smart horse and one to follow. But gee, he's clever, isn't he? He never discount his horses when they come across. And it was backed in too. Uh, we go to race number four. I thought this was wide open and that proved Lumberpunk, I think, got a push. I was more sort of in the 
three tiers, Castle of Kings camp, but Lumberpunk at double figure odds. Well, I laid Castle of Kings. We got that right on Betfair, but um, I thought so say Angel and three tiers would be the ones to follow. Um, but yeah, well done, Lena Troy Corstens. Uh, got this one wrong, but Lockie didn't. He was he's given Aguilar about eight chances, and it finally saluted <laughs> for him at seven dollars fifty. And he also had Tongside Boss, which ran second at big odds uh, for a place. So yeah, he got got a good Quinella if he followed him. But you're right, throw enough darts at the dartboard, you get one, I suppose. That's it. You're playing him out, he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, though. I know, but <laughs> he got one right a bit later too. Uh, race number six. Look, had my ruby in the quaddy and added that, I think, off the back of, was it you that gave my ruby a bit of a push? But um, look, it was a wide open one. Oakfield Geronimo was another one that you'd tipped previously that had run a big race and then I'd included it in the quaddy and it ran a big race again. One to keep following, I think. Yeah, I actually was on sidearm, which I thought was slightly disappointing. It's, it's in again today, um, so maybe it was a bit of a forgive run. The track at Murray Bridge did race a little bit on pace, and Beren summed it up, took this Murray Bridge to the, to the front, and um, yeah, finished it off well. Uh, the Matthew Miles handicap, which was the distance race over 2,000, I had a stack in the quaddy, but I had Lord Boozer on as a, an each-way play. That ran fourth, but uh, Lockie got this right. Aussie sojourn for Paul Gap. Just with Lord Boozer on, like obviously I just said it was on pace. Perhaps it went out to try different tactics, had blinkers on again, and when it maybe went a little bit quick in front. Um, and so it is in the 2,500 minute race again today. So it's probably one, I think, maybe if it's going on pace again, it will be able to follow him in. We're still alive with Montine saluting in the Carlton draft. Um, yeah, good. Yeah, I was really pleased for him, actually. It was first up. Um, it was one I mentioned maybe for, to keep following. But, yeah, it, it did surprise me to win first up. And then, oh, the value of the day. It's what we wanted. This horse, I keep telling you, this horse fights. It pins the ears back and it does not want to lose. Here's the replay. They spread up now. Yana Kocha has joined Tavi Cat. Big Sue's on the scene. Next dimension. And now hassle free. It's been deep, but it's quickly strode up to join the lead with Big Sue. They're getting to Yana Kocha. Big Sue. Yana Kocha hassle free. Headphones running on from the back. And so Sunny Green. Headphones trying to get to Big Sue, who just continues to repel the challenge. Headphones, one last crack. Don't think it got there. I reckon Big Sue lasted from headphones. Well, Big Sue did, and he he just fights, Claire, and you always want horses in your stable that when they get headed, they don't like it. They want to find the line, and, and Big Sue did it again. A bit like Daryl Dodson. He, he never dismisses his horses. He's never. He's for a fight, and good ride again from Kayla He's having a hell of a run, Daryl Dodson, yep. at the moment. Is he bobbing across those borders, and uh, like, you know, Castanon races, and... Horsham and yeah, Bob's up along there. Good, they're good money. Some of those uh, provincial prize monies. Yeah, he is uh, having a good run. Um, anything you wanted to mention, Ari? Last week, I thought the track was pretty reasonable. It was still a little bit know, on pace, but yeah. I think you could sum it up. And it, like I think also Jockeys summed that up. And um, yeah, I see Munster didn't go around. He's in. He's in again today. So well, the barrier for us. Yeah. When you had a look at the map again, you were thinking on a track that's probably not going to be. Like fully ideal, we're going to be three, maybe four deep the trip, and from that barrier, it's always an issue. I think at Murray Bridge, so he'll go around uh, in a lot better race today. But he also gets uh, seven or eight, might even get nine kilos off his back. Okay, we'll yeah. wait to hear what you say yeah. in our preview. We'll get there a little bit <laughs> later. Hey, uh, joining us on the other side of this, Ryan Balfour to join us uh, to have a chat. He's got Outlaws Revenge running extremely well. His stable's been going pretty well overall. I think he had Devine during the week. Um, as well, so looking, double last week. Yep, looking forward to a chat with him. Uh, Lockie mostly to join us for the card, of course, and our best values and lays. This is the SA Betfair Edge. Hey, Claire, did you know that Betfair's Brownlow predictor three years in a row has been spot on? 
three years in a row. So we'll check it out. I during, didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, here, here's uh, Tom Haylock, is it? He gives yeah. A bit of, yeah, a bit of rap in your Friday shows. We'll have to listen to it. That's it. Uh, gamble responsibly, of course. Call 1-800-858-858. SA Betfair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner. Lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the SA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Claire up with you. And don't let the bookies make the rules. You can back lay same game multis only on Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Claire Bear, always love uh, when we can get uh, this man on. Stable going extremely well. Had the double the other week, which uh, I managed to be on both of them and tip both of them on. Uh, we see outlaws go around again. He's got some horses that we want to chat about as well. His name is Ryan Balfour. He joins us. How are you, Ryan? Good, thank you. Good to be on. Ryan, things going superbly, mate. Uh, double the other week with Outlaws and Fighting McLaren. Uh, we see them go around today, so we'll chat about them um, in a little while. Devine during the week was super as well. But I want to ask you about a couple of other horses in your stable that we discussed here on the show and, and think of going places. You had uh, Bayesian Bell and Williston both nominated for a race here at Morfittville. You pulled Williston out. Bayesian Bell then went through and won. These two horses, even though lightly raced, look like they've both got a bit of ability. Yeah, they they both do, Miles. They're um, shown a fair bit um, at home and still very immature types that are going to certainly fill out and be horses to follow in the future. Um, we uh, we yeah we we had them both in there the other week and um, with uh, with Bay Jam Bell, we knew she was probably just that little bit more forward, and um, it was great to get the SA Rewards bonus as well. And um, she's an exciting filly. She she then went to. Um, Murray Bridge for a second run and look she was down on the fence and I think she's probably just had enough for now and um, as Beren said she just got a little bit lost there on the inside and um, you know they run home in 33 that day and just gone a, probably a little bit light physically as well off the, off the two runs so she, she'll head out to the paddock now but I certainly do think she's going to be a horse that's going to come back and furnish and be one to follow and, and Williston's um, he's a similar boy he's, he's still a bit of a gangly sort of teenager if you, if you had to compare him to a human but he's uh, got Got um, got some potential. He's showing versatility, but uh, I certainly think that um, he's a horse when he does fill out next prep that you can really follow, and um, he'll probably head to the paddock soon as well. But certainly two names to look out for in the spring. Just before we head to Morfittville, you've also got a couple of runners in at Port Augusta on Sunday, uh, Scarlet River and Who's Who. Um, I don't know you've got sort of runners also at Balaclava Wednesday. It was a bit hard to sort of ask you this far out, I suppose, what you like there. But definitely tomorrow at Port Augusta, can the um, punters follow you there? Yeah, look, um, we head to Port Augusta. We've got Scarlet River. She's in a small field and the top weight was a, a Metro winner last start. So, but we've got uh, the claim of Alana Livesey, which sees us getting pretty well on the weights, and she's won at Port Augusta before. So, I think she's um, she's going to be quite competitive competitive there first up, and probably improve um, when she steps up in distance as well. Who's who's been a horse that's um, been a bit frustrating, and um, but he can certainly run along a bit and gets a bit keen in his races and. Um, he can stay this boy, and we gave him a freshen up in between runs. So that's why you see him come back a bit in trip. And I have said for a while that trying him on the Port Augusta style dirt racing, you know, if he wants to get keen in front, that's the place to sort of be up rolling. So uh, I think it's going to be a real interesting test for him. But I think off his last bit of work and the freshen up, um, you know, if he daps to the dirt style racing, I think that he um, could run a cheeky race, that boy, as well. 
Uh, Ryan, before we just touch on the runners, uh, Dom Tenur, who normally rides a fair bit for you, is out at the moment. Have you sort of, sort of? I know you're spreading out Stubby, Canberra, Willow, Bar, and um, is, when do you, sort of talking to Dom, do you know when he's going to be back, sort of riding some more of yours? Or yeah, Dom's he's had to have a bit of back surgery done, so Dom's going to be out for about six weeks at least, still now. Um, so yeah, he's got a bit to go, and wish him a speedy recovery. So um, I'd say that you'll see him probably out for at least another six weeks. Um, but in, yeah, in the meantime, happy to sort of spread spread the spread the horses out, and um, you know it sort of suits us all well to do that. And obviously, these guys like uh, Stubby and and, and Beren, Toddy Panel, all those guys, they've, they've got many strings to their bows. So you're just happy to work in with them and, and try and get it, that connection when they get to know the horse. It does help a bit too, you know. So those guys that are doing the work for us and um, behind the scenes, even you know, like blokes, uh, riders like Dylan Kibosh and that, you know, he's quite underrated. They they help out around the scenes and try and get them to uh, work with the horses and get the rewards doing it that way. Yeah, Dom probably needed back surgery. Too many golf swings uh, for Dom. A bit of army <laughs> golf left, right, and he uh, just had to get it fixed up. Let's go to race number two, mate. And uh, Kenyon Wonder and Kong go around here. I was keen on Kong during the week, uh, and then you've got a, you've got elected to go here instead. You've told us last time that this is a horse you always watch out for on a wet deck um, and look sort of in the race I'm expecting it um, to be reasonably reasonably soft is it soft enough for him to win this uh, and and sort of take the few on yeah it is um, I think it, the track will be fine for him and look he um, he's actually a versatile horse but he just grows a leg on the wet when the others a lot of others will spin so that's his advantage and um, no, nah, he's going really well. He was a good run first up. We just um, probably, he probably got a little bit far back because of the barrier, and um, but he hit the line very solidly, and he's always going to improve off it. And I did have him in originally at Gore, as you said, but as soon as he drew barrier one, my prediction that the, they were going to be coming to the outside, we, we pulled him out, and Devon drew 14, so he was uh, well suited as well. But um, this guy's going well, and his work was very good leading into this. Um, so I think uh, he's definitely a major player. Um, and on Kenyon Wonder, she's been running in a lot higher grade races. Um, so she, she finds herself probably back to this grade for the first time, uh, maybe maybe since she was just starting out. So And she's just been missing the start lately. And uh, she's a big horse, very big horse. On her day, she's got a very big turn of foot. And I think getting back to this grade, Campbell knows her well. I think she certainly gets her opportunity. So um, this will really see where she's at because she could be going to the breeding barn this year, I would suggest. So this will be a really good opportunity to hopefully get a, another Metro win next to her name. So um, just love to see her get away from those gates cleaner. Race five, um, we have Fox Dior in, which has been ultra consistent in his races apart from his last start. So I just wanted to ask you um, what you sort of made of that last one on the parks track, which sometimes can do that, I think, to horses. And back here on the outer track um, over the 1500 again, uh, do you think he's going to get back to that sort of better form and be right in the finish? Yeah, he was a total forgive run last start. Um, it was... Jason said that um, as they're about to open, the horse lost lost his focus and uh, basically missed the start. And we were in trouble two strides afterwards because it was a race that then they steadied, steadied, and mid race a couple of times and and just inconclusive. Forget he went round and as Stubbs said, just just got to put a line for that one, mate. It just wasn't wasn't um, wasn't a lucky day. And the start before that, he was he was a very good run. He got held up and. Um, fraction and hit the line for third and the two uh, first two home were sort of uh, up running one two as they straightened and prior to that he, he's obviously um, you know he's going super so I, I expect him to bounce back and 
on um, Wednesday, he didn't get a run uh, at Gawler, and we galloped him uh, Wednesday morning once the scratchings had closed, and geez, he worked well. He sat off a stable mate and um, really hit the line with intent. So um, Campbell was aboard him for that gallop, and as he said, if he took that to the races Saturday, they'll, they'll certainly know he's there. Oh, good to hear. Now, uh, let's go to the big boy. You know I've got a lot of time for this horse, mate, and well, got the chocolates for us last start when I made him one of my best. Uh, go back. Look, he's only two links off free of debt and Savage 2 XL. Then goes into the Goodwood and, look, probably a forgive run there. Then came right back in grade to an 86 and was just way too good for him with 59 kilos on his back, winning by a length and a bit. I, I want to ask you a couple of things. How's a horse this deep into the prep after some, some probably bigger high-pressure races uh, early in the prep, as well as weight? And then how do you see it panning out? Because this is a really interesting race based on map here as to where sort of horses are going to get to. Yeah, he's he's only had the four runs back. And um, first up was when Bella Vella, you know, the small field and, um, he probably that was really like his second trial. He he really just needed that hit out. And we we had him obviously targeted for the Goodwood a long way out. And the second up, he was huge. He hit the line solid. And in the Goodwood, I thought the barrier was actually good for us leading into it. But wow, we 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 copped it big time. And he got knocked around the pillar of the post. And as Jay said, he just said, look, just forget forget it. Unfortunately, we we really copped it. Um, and uh, he, he he wasn't able to really even get in the top gear, and that's why you get in those high pressure races at times, and you need a bit of luck, or you need a lot of luck go your way. And so then, um, yeah, bang, we, we went to the race the other day, and way back in grade, and you just worry worry a bit to see where their confidence is at if they're still going to hit the line with that intent after a, a sort of hard run like that in Goodwood. And um, it was fantastic to see. Uh, he just really charged the line, and, and he worked great going to it. And I must say, he's really improved in like physically in the, into the prep he's just really peaking I said that leading in um, obviously in the Goodwood um, but he's holding that so well so now I'm very happy with him and, and his work on Tuesday was very good under Campbell and um, he uh, he's obviously got a lot of weight um, Campbell's got the two kilo claim so gets him in at 61 um, so he's giving the others weight and I think if look if, if we can carry that um, you know, against them, we uh, we, we basically can uh, get the money. You know, I'm not being arrogant. I know it's a good field, but I, I think he's he's just got some real X factor on his day. And um, yeah, the gate's going to be interesting. Obviously, just the one corner to negotiate. Um, so we'll just come out and keep it smooth. And Campbell's just going to have to make those key decisions as the as the race uh, as it unfolds. But he, he he can sometimes just be a fraction slow out the gates. But his next few strides are really good. And, He's um, from his barrier. He'll have plenty of room to just come across as he sees it. Um, so, um, no, absolutely right with the way he's going. And uh, I think if we carry the weight, we can win. The, the hard part in that race is I, I think there's only one sort of genuine leader and it looks Exeter. And all the others are the yeah. ones that sort of just want to sit off and in behind. So it looks like it's going to be reasonably slow tempo um, well, for mine. you know, if, 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 if that eventuates, you know, uh, I put, you know you, you're on the money there, I think could be the case uh, We'd, we'd be happily be be up there, um, just uh, you know, come across casually and smoke the pipe up there, and um, hopefully he can let down like he did the other day. Race but he seven. is versatile. Sorry, uh, race seven, uh, Cafe Tortines, probably one of the longer price horses that you have in for the day, just on paper. Um, last night didn't look like he really handled the track, which I know he has won on the heavy before. But uh, how's Cafe Tortini going? So yeah, he, he galloped with um, Outlaws Revenge on Tuesday. It was a nice bit of work. Um, he. 
Patrick Payne um, did tell me, he said, look, even though he's won on a heavy track, I'm not convinced he, he loves it. Yeah. And we could see that last start. He um, he just wasn't comfortable turning for home, Jason said. And that time of the day, it was the last last race, and, and then it started to really rain. And, and the track, if you'd been in an earlier part of the program, I think he would have felt more comfortable on the surface. It had really changed by the last race. And um, so that was a bit of a forgive run there. So... Um, I will have a good look at the track today, so we'd, we'd like to hopefully see that it's um, not similar to last start and hopefully drives out towards more of a seven. So that would be more suitable for him. And I think if he can get firmer, you know, if he can get comfortable on the going, I think you could see him easily improve into um, some form. Race number eight, a horse I like, uh, mate, in fighting McLaren, another one that we cleaned up the bookies on last start. But I want to go back. You win at Gawler uh, and beat in a 68 there, which was which was nice. And then you go and get rolled by Spanish Heirloom um, at Gawler. Had a little bit more weight. Spanish Heirloom's not the worst in a 72. Now, the race at Morfordville, the 68, Lady Dunmore got its own way out front and just pinched it. Um, so although it was fourth in there, I think it was a sort of a leader bias sort of a day. And then you come out first up here. Second up, I mean, two from four at the trip. Um, second up, it's run a place there before. This all looks pretty well primed to, to do this again in a field that I think is probably only moderate. Yeah, he's um, he's well-placed here after the claim. Obviously got a bit of weight, but I think he'd be okay to carry it, um, being the sprinter. And, and sim- look, he's, he's a nice, big enough horse and um, over the sprint trip. So I think, um, yeah, we'll just come across, be on pace, be comfortable. Um, Cam can just make those key decisions. It's only the one corner again. So um, I'm really happy with this boy. He's trained on very well. And um, he galloped up nicely with with Kong during the week. So um, no, I'm, v- I'm very happy with him. And he does look well-placed. He's obviously got his fair share of weight, but he's, with his rating, he's certainly um, well-deserved, well-earned it in this race. So hopefully he can go back-to-back. Uh, to back. And it could be a horse that... Um, could be a horse that really climbs up into the ratings. Where his ceiling's at, we'll yet to see. But I think he's a very progressive horse. Uh, mate, you've got a very good card at the races. Uh, can't let you go without giving the punters your best of the day. Oh, I think, um, look, you know, Outlaw's Revenge is just, wow, yeah, he's just such a special horse. Uh, it was just great to see what he did the other day. So I think uh, the price they've got him, I'm, I think he's a very, very good each way, uh, the best of the day. And hopefully it's a... Big, big day for the stable. So, um, yeah, no, very very much uh, looking forward to it. Uh, Ryan, appreciate your time, mate. Best of luck uh, today at the races. Love following your horses. Looking forward to another couple of winners from you. And we'll watch those couple at Port Augusta on Sunday. We'll chat again soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. Ryan Balfour there. Good luck, and Ryan. That's good. He's uh, well, didn't, <laughs> taking on the monster. Well, I didn't want him to say that Outlaws Revenge was the best. You hope you're angry for fighting with he's a, well, well, I've got Outlaws Revenge on top. He's a, you know you know I like that horse a lot and um, on his last win, like we said last start, he, he dropped right back in grade eighty six grade and just went bang. It was uh, nice to see him do that. Might have helped his confidence. And, and yeah, for Ryan to say that he's sort of gone on with it physically, I thought that you know sometimes early in a prep where they can go to those high pressure group races, they don't always come back up. They again. don't always yep. like the prep doesn't stay as long. You need to give him a break and then bring him back. Yeah, and he's. Um, if he said he's, he's uh, getting even better, geez, he's going to be hard to beat. Uh, let's go to a break. On the other side of this, we'll go through the card. We'll grab Lockie Mosley for winning edge investments all to come on the SA Betfair Edge. And uh, don't let the bookies make the rules. You can back all those same game multis, only on Betfair. Back after this.
SA Bet Fair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner. Lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the SA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Claire Lindop, all thanks to Betfair's Brownlow predictor. Been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. A bloke who, well, he lot a couple last week. Aussie Sojourn and what was the other one? Claire, uh, that we talked about earlier. The Tongside boss race. Uh, Aguilette. Uh, his name is Lockie Mosley. He joins us. How are you, Lock? Yeah, good, guys. How are we? We did have a bit of a fill-up last week, so hopefully we can continue today. Yeah, we, uh, as a collective, we dominated and looking forward to doing it again. Claire B, your thoughts on the track here, please. You're more fulfilled on the outer track. A um, few showers around. Soft 7 might be a heavy 8, um, but, yeah, doing form on soft 7. And the rail's out 8 metres from the 1,200 to the winning post. Um, expecting to race pretty fairly, uh, the outer track places. You know, it's going to be uh, maybe a little bit on pace early and then sweepers. Yeah, depending how much rain we get on uh, today. Right, let's get stuck straight into it. Race number one over the 1,100 metres, benchmark 64. Uh, look, the uh, handicapper's got this right. Uh, one, two and three for me in order. One, two and three. Maybe the five. Um, I think it's a chance, but I'm all about the one here. No drama for Lindsay Smith. The only danger is Paddy Payne's runner. If you just want to box the one and two, go that way. Lockie, your thoughts? Um, I, I don't really get stuck into these two-year-old races. I don't like betting in them. I like watching them because there might be that sort of potential uh, horse to come through, but I will not have a bet in this. Um, no drama on top. Eros is scratched. I thought it would have been a good chance, but so no drama on top. France and Dance is racing well into second. And Gordon Richards got a couple of pretty smart little uh, juveniles in I'm a Party Girl and Tap In for Pass, so they can fill the minors. Prance and Dance ran a super race number five um, here first up. It hasn't um, done a lot second up, but obviously it's only lightly raced as well, so I thought that was probably good value uh, and agree with you. No drama, number one goes on top. I just realised that I said one, two, and three. The three's out, so it's one, two, and five are the numbers there. We've got a race number two uh, over the 1,264. Now, uh, we spoke to Ryan Balfour before. The wetter, the better. If it gets wet, just get on Kong. If it's not as wet, I think you can back Sacred Amore um, and go that way. I think the outsiders are Love Magic and K-Seri. Love Magic over the odds for Kristen Mooney. K-Seri, a genuine chance. But if it's wet, super wet, the eight. If it's not as wet, the five. But they're the two for me, Lock. Uh, yeah, I think we can work on a heavy track. I think the rain's going to come, so um, and it'll be pretty choppy anyway. And I agree with Balfour. I've actually got Kong as the best bet of the day. Um, great each way value. Last start, just forget it went around. It drew a bad barrier, and the jockey may have got into the wrong part of the track, but it really did have a flashing light on it late. Um, Jason Holder takes over. Really, really good each way value. Go bundle um, into second. Sacred Amore, a bit disappointing last start, but can bounce back. And Huntley Lady, uh, the same can be said for that. There's been some good specking for that one. We're all in line here with number eight, Kong. I think that that's the way to go with this race, and good value, I think, to be had about that as well. Number three, K-Siri. Look, Paul Trimeth gets his horse so consistent all the time. Um, just hasn't done anything at a four-start second up. He's only had one place, so I just thought maybe uh, that's a bit vulnerable. And I agree with you about Love Magic, uh, certainly over the odds as well. But number eight, Kong for me. All the same way. Race number three over the 2,500, benchmark 78. Uh, here's one of my better ones of the day, team. Brawl. Uh, super run behind Not Usual Glorious in the Absolute Cup down there. If Nug was in this, uh, he'd belt him. Um, so I don't think there's really much danger here. I thought that, look, if anything, if Lord Boozeron had a race like um, the other week, maybe pinched it just on, on speed, maybe our Carney down in the weights. But, yeah, I'm all about brawl. Lock. 
Um, I'm leaving it alone, but I, I do have Brawl on top by default. You just got to respect Paul Prushka when he brings him over. He's an astute staying trainer, so that one can go on top. Capricorn Ridge was really gutsy last start to get the win. Um, it will eat up the 2,500, and it's proven on that heavy sort of track. One more try, disappointing last start that can bounce back, and Rising Renown might lead them a merry dance and prove hard to catch. Number 11, Rising Renown. I think Jay Bembo taking the ride here with 54 kilos. I think probably a good chance at some decent price. I agree with you about Brawl. Uh, Lord Boozer on again if it goes forward. May have just gone a little bit too hard last start, um, but I think the blinkers went back on him. Um, so maybe uh, that might give him a little bit of a hand. And again, one more try. does have blinkers again, so um, they're giving it a bit of a go there. So they're the numbers I'm looking at. Um, but just for value, number 11, Rising Renown. Race number four over the 1,200, benchmark 68 here. Um, I'm playing a couple. Uh, I think Legless Lady for Leon um, and Stubby Holders drawn perfectly down in the weights. Goes third up here, I think, has to be respected. I've got that on top, but equal with a horse. Number eight, Dingable Dinger at $23.05. If you go back to its last start at Morfittville over the 1525, uh, it was six links off Harley moving and water into wine in a 62. Uh, six links off them. Um, uh, we saw what Harley moving was able to do and go on and do after that. That'd probably get it done here, a similar race like that. I know it's first up, but way, way overs at $23 for mine. Look, you've got to include maybe in your early quaddies, uh, the one, Darson Mill, the three, Run and Tell, and maybe Verbano. But uh, I'm going to back Dingable Dinger and Legless Lady Lock. Um, I'm going to give Sabermetric another chance. It was pretty unlucky last start. It just got stuck behind a wall of horses. It was uh, it had something to offer, and it just couldn't get out. So I'm going to put Sabermetric on top as a bit of value. I think the stable have a bit of an opinion of it. I uh, agree with you. Vivano was a real eye-catcher at Sandown last start. Got home best. Um, Chicago Storm, really impressive first up. It killed them. And Legless Lady in for fourth. Number 10, Chicago Storm. At number 11, Legless Lady, I think, are going to be fighting this out. They're the ones I really like. Um, Dingle Bulldinger um, has a very strong trial leading into this as well, and it's one I think it's over the odds as well. I'll be having something on that. Vibano that you mentioned, um, Alpine Eagle horse coming across from Scott Scott Brunton's. He knows what the how to win races over here. I wonder if it wants further, but certainly something one to to follow um, as well. So they're the ones I'm looking at. But yeah, number ten or eleven, I'm putting him in a box trifecta with number eight. Oh, I like it. Race number five over the fifteen twenty four benchmark sixty. Um, changing it up here a tad. On top the eight six foot song for John McMillan and Toddy Panel. This horse. Uh, that fourth in the book at Murray Bridge looks bad. It ran out of room on the inside rail. He absolutely nowhere to go in Gary's race, and I'd argued it probably would have won it. It was uh, couldn't jump over backsides. Rising Legend ran into second. This is way over the odds here at $13. So the eight, six-foot song on top. Uh, El Cadorbs has got to be in there. Another rally for Patty and Michelle Payne um, have got to be in there. And then add the five Fox Dior for your quaddy numbers. Lock. Um, I'm glad Six Foot Song didn't have any luck last start because my horse actually won the won the race in oh, the rear. So it did. So um, if it didn't have if it was uh, didn't have any luck, it would have won. So um, and I agree. I have Six Foot Song on top. It's pretty hard to ignore that run last start. So good value back at one time three. I think you're going to make some profit uh, on Fronte. Um, it just continues to draw bad barriers, but it's got a lot of talent. So let's let's see it produce. And El Cortez, El Cordobez in for third. And another rally should be around the mark. It was pretty impressive on debut. 
awkward start, this 1,524-metre start, um, and, and wide gates don't help, which a six-foot song's got a wide gate. Um, Earl Cordobes, if I'm saying that correctly, um, from Barrier 3, does have to carry 61, lightly race, but I do think that deserves to be favourite um, for Bryn Vorster. Another rally is interesting runner again, Michelle Payne coming across to ride. Um, yeah, I think that was super win at Mildura. Um, so they're the ones I'm sort of looking at in this race. Mavet goes forward as well on Storm Barrier 1. So I kind of think the horses like that, if you're looking for some multiples, I'd be including that. It's over the odds, I think, as well. So, But I'm with number three. Race number six over the 1,200, benchmark 86. Had a chat to Ryan before. And like I said, I've got Outlaw's Revenge on top. Uh, th- this is his grade. I know he carries a bit, but he is versatile. He can do it on speed. He can do it from the back or wherever. Uh, look, I've got Munster running into second. He won't know himself with 51 kilos on his back, the big boy, but uh, he's going to run into one better here and that's Outlaw's Revenge. Um, so I've definitely got the race just between those two. Um, I think Sacred Palace you'd include maybe Extreme Thrill um, in your quaddies, but I'm, I'm between the one and the ten for me, I'm almost going to take those two in the uh, uh, in the quad. Lock? I feel a little bit differently, Miles. I'm going to give a horse at big odds a chance here, and that's number nine, Extra Mile. It's got an eight next to the form line first up, but it, was, it just got too far back, and it was actually not too bad last start, first up. Um, Callan Murray rode it that day, but the noti- noticeable thing is the stable rider, Jake Tyrote, takes over. Barrier one, it's won two starts from four on the heavy, so it's excellent each way value. Outlaw's Revenge can't knock it, racing well, best horse in the race. Extra time you can forgive, um, back on the outer track helps and does meet Outlaw's Revenge a little bit better at the weights. And Extreme Thrill was a good run first up. I do like uh, Jake Toroot on Extra Mile at 54 kilos. When he's riding at 54, he's probably trying that bit, bit, bit more as well. That's me staring up, Jake. Yeah. Um, now, Outlaw's Revenge, I think, can win. 61 kilos is a lot of weight, though, so it's going to be interesting to see if that does bring that other horses back into the race, i.e. Munster, carrying 51. I think he's actually still a good chance in this, but probably does depend on how bad the track is. Uh, Outlaw's Revenge will be hard be hard to back again. So I'm with him. Extra time. Uh, you know, I keep saying he likes the outer track of the 1200 the best, but um, I just don't know if he has to bring probably his best to this race. So uh, he's one that you'd be taking on trust if you want to back him. Extreme thrill. I give it some chance, but it has drawn awkwardly as well. So, yeah, I'm actually going to have a little something on Munster. Yeah, well, he likes it. He can handle the wet. Um, but the problem is, is he's got to, I think he's got to track up outlaws and be exposed late um, because there's no genuine leader in this race at all. Mm. So uh, there'll be no tempo. He has to try and tuck in behind one, and I think that's outlaws, but I don't think it'd be good enough to run him down. But, geez, I hope so. I'm not going, though, lock and clear, because every time I've gone, the horse has gone under the owners, roll their eyes when I roll up because they know that we're not going to win. Hey, uh, race number eight over the 1,050, benchmark 68, fighting McLaren on top here for me. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I was trying to find something to beat it. Um, I think Fallow is – oh, sorry, have I missed a race? Race, race seven. number seven. Yep. Apologise. Over the 1,600, benchmark 80 here. Uh, I've got to go back to the well again. I think No Name Lane's probably running in the best form of most of these. Somerset Maugham, though, I've got marked equal favourite with it. Now, this horse loves it here. Two from two at the track and one from one track and trip. Every time it comes here, it runs well. So I am uh, four and five. And then to round out my numbers, six and two for the quaddy, but four and five all day for me, Lock. I thought some. I thought some sense Morn was a little bit plain first up. I don't really. It might prove me wrong, but I'm not sure why there's been such good market support. Um, draws poorly. He might be a bit of a, a let go job at my end. Um, 
I'm going to, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to put Lakes Folly on top. It just never has any luck, this horse. Every start it has, it always finds trouble. It either finds trouble and wins or finds trouble and loses. So um, that one can go on top. Good claim, good barrier, likes the thing out of the track. Skilled bunch, you can forgive the run last start in the, I think it was a Swan Hill Cup or something like that. It just got in the wrong part of the track where they all fanned out wide and it made its run on the inside and knocked up. Its uh, win before that was excellent. No Name Lane in and Jaguary in for fourth. Again, pace of this race is hard to sort of work out. So No Name Lane definitely has a chance from four who's going to make its own luck. Uh, Skill Bunch, Lock, agree with you. Um, Paul Gat taking the ride for Sue Yench. Um, drawn well for that nice run. Um, and uh, left-hand man, I know that I do like it as a horse. Um, it's drawn really awkwardly here. Jason Holland does take over the ride. It's probably one for your multiples. But, yeah, I'm looking at four and seven. Now we get to race number eight on the card and fighting McLaren. I've got it on top. Uh, I think there's a couple of horses down the bottom here that um, can run a drum. Miss Daniel's not the worst. That uh, That's going to be a double-figure price. I think the 10 fallow, especially if the track comes out at $31, I have to include that. I've also included the three Modira at a double-figure price, and I'm also going to include the 13 Lamarie um, at 51. So I'm going to have a few in the quaddy in this race, but I've definitely got Fighter McLaren on top. Um, Fighter McLaren hasn't been exposed on a heavy track, so it's going to be interesting to see if it does get that downgrade, how it goes. I actually think it, it's a bit of a lay job fighting McLaren. It's... Um, it got the easiest run in the world last start when Chosen Blonde had to do all the hard work and knocked up late and Spotty McLaren just shot through on the inside and won. And um, makes that horse two kilos worse at the weight. So I'm actually going to give Chosen Blonde another chance and pop that one on top. Um, Mo Deer, um, if they go lickety split in front, um, it'll be charging at the end. It's a bit of a non-winner, but it always has that sort of flashing light on it. Litchfield County and, yeah, Spotty McLaren in for fourth. Oh, I like fighting McLaren, so now you've got me a little bit guessing, second guessing. Um, but there's another one I do like too that Kayla Crowther rides, I think. I'm going to say it wrong, Jabali Ridge or Jabali Ridge? Ridge. Jabali Ridge, yeah. So I like that one as well here um, over this 1,050. But, yeah, I think Campbell Ruler is riding really well. It does have to carry 61 and a half and, you know, having that conversation around um, horses having to carry a lot of weight on wet tracks. But, look, I think it can do it. And I do know that the uh, the breed does, does like the wet. So, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with Fighter McLaren. Race number nine over the 1800. Nice and quick from me. I've got the two on top. Platform's going to be in my quaddy. The 13 Prince of Fences in my quaddy. The 15 Silent Don in my quaddy. And the 17 under, understatement. But I've got uh, Pickwick on top. Hard race. Yeah, very hard race. I'm just going to nibble uh, Bolt by Yabba Dabba Doo down in class might be an improver with the claim and platform I'm going to have a little bet on as well, but not really interested last race. For sure, we're seeing this one similar, I think. I thought number 15, Silent Don, um, Ben Price taking the claim, um, drawn really well. I think it could be a sneaky one. Done deal, doesn't mind the wet and will get up over the ground. So that's one I thought was a horse improving. Bolt by, because it's drawn one, um, you think maybe it's going to have it give itself a bit, bit of a better chance. Number 10, so I agree with what you're saying, Locke. And Mr Pickwick, you have to have that one in. Michelle Payne again, um, riding for Paddy Payne. So they're the ones I'm looking at. But I definitely think the number 15 is a sneaky one. We're going to go to a break. More to come on the other side. Best values and lays thanks to Bedfair. Don't let the bookies make the rules back or lay. Same game multis. Only at Bedfair Gamble responsibly. The SA Betfair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner. Who makes the eight? 
Bet now with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the SA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner clearly not here thanks to Betfair. Just waved at some school kids. Just snobbed me off out the front window. Great. Uh, got no idea who I am. They're all looking at Claire. Uh, all thanks to Betfair. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back lay. Same game multis. Only on Betfair. Righto team. Best values and lays. Let's go, Lock. Uh, we're going to kick it off with our best bet, but it's also a bit of value, and that's race two, number eight, Kong. Um, forget it went around last start. It was a real eye-catcher, likes a heavy track, looks to have a fair bit of ability. Our next best, we're going to two-play one in race four, and that's number nine, Sabermetric and Vibano. Both real eye-catchers last start. Both might have a little bit of talent. Our value play is race six, number nine, and that is extra time. Um, likes the heavy tracks. Jake Toroak takes over, so that's a really, really good push getting down to that weight. And we're going to lay race eight, number one, fighting McLaren. Had a saloon passage in the run last start. Draws a bit stickier, goes up in weight, so we're going to leave that one alone. Clear. Race four is a good race, and that's one of the ones I like. Num- race four, number 11, legless lady. Also, the value in that race eight, number did Dingle Balinga. Um, also, like race eight, number one, Fighter McLaren, so I'm taking you on lock. And my lay is race two, number five, Sacred Amour. All right, uh, race three, number three, Brawl, best bet on the card. If Nug was in it, be sure to Zul get out. Race six, number one's my second best, Outlaws Revenge. I think the dramas in the first is, should, could have been the best, but too short. Values, race two, number eight, Kong, well over the odds, one by three. And race five, number eight, six foot song, one by three. Well, well, well over the odds. Hey, uh, Locke, we've got one more show next week, my friend, and then we're going to get about a seven-week break. So uh, hopefully we can finish the next two weeks with uh, a run of winners. We will. Don't worry about that. And just quickly, um, yeah, my best value is race six, number nine, extra mile. I said extra time. So don't get confused with that one in the same race. No, nah, not a problem. We'll chat again next week, my friend. Thanks for having me, guys. See you later. Lockie mostly there. Yeah, Claire, one more show and then about a seven or eight week break for us, uh, which is good to maybe just have a little bit of a freshen up. And we're ready for the spring. Yeah, it's exactly what we're after. That is about all we've got time for on the SA Betfair Edge. Now, don't forget the Betfair Edge shows, WA, SA, Queensland, Friday night, all of them go up on the SEN app. You can go and type in uh, Betfair Edge. You hit the subscribe button. All the cards, all the form, all the best bets uh, segments are, are all there. Or you can go to Betfair and go on the hub and have a look at the Brownlow predictor because it's been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll be back with our last show of the season next week. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.